Hi, your beloved editor is back. I'm just here to say, uh, well, my mum didn't leave her microphone turned off this time, but perhaps Karen did. So, <laughs> again, the episode is not our usual audio quality, but it is still pretty good. I've cleaned it up quite nicely. So, uh, please enjoy this episode, and I will catch you next time something goes terribly wrong. Welcome to the Art Chatter Podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett-Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to episode 32 of Art Chatter, where Gaynor and I will be chatting about where we start when we're thinking about new paintings. So Gaynor, hello. Mm. Hi there, Karen. How are you doing? I'm really good. We've had exam results in, all, thumbs, all thumbs up. Um, That's good. It's holiday got time. smiles and happy faces. Yes, yes. Mm. All good, all good. So it's, you know, you don't realise quite how much you're holding your breath until mm. sort of results come in. But happy with results. So we're, we're a happy household. So that's good. That's a, a quite a relief, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you want you want your children to have every door being able to be opened for them, don't you? You want them to be able to make choices. And yeah. that, you know make the choices they want to make. Yeah. And that, that does give them a certain freedom, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. it does. I remember when my child went to school to collect his results and it got to two o'clock in the afternoon and I was texting him saying, are you dead? Because he forgot to tell his mother how he got on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we had to just take... my child. Yeah, we had to take our daughter in. Yeah. Um... Because it's in the neck, it's in Bristol rather than where we live, and yeah. um, you know, and there were sort of it was nice because there were a few students with their parents, some students with no parents, yeah, some students that were leaving their parents on their own while they went and did things. So it was it was yeah. quite nice to actually go up and sort of see all these young people sort of celebrating together. So yeah, it is. It's lovely, isn't it? And, yeah, good for them. Yeah. Anyway, so... Well, I hope everybody who has had results has got the results they needed or wanted. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Right, so how do we get inspiration, Karen? How do you move on from exam results into inspiration? Yeah. That's the question. <laughs> oh, what do we do what's next? The, what's, oh, what's the thread of a that? tenuous link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, well, it's... Yeah, I suppose for me... For me um, I've just been thinking about it because I've been sketching mm-hmm. on holiday, be it not as much as I thought, but I've been looking at my work and photographs, so my sketches and photographs I've taken and starting to sort of pull it all together in terms of, you know, a feel. That's the only way I can describe it, a feel of what the next lot of work I'm going to do 
or mm. be like. I know what you mean. So you mentioned to me when we were talking, because sometimes we actually do a tiny bit of prep for this. And you mentioned to me that you want to talk about inspiration, mood boards, and fit that kind of grabbing the feeling and putting them together. So where were you inspired to talk about this? What led you here? I was actually, I was actually on social media and Mm -hmm. Laura Horn put a post up on her Instagram feed where she was refreshing her inspiration board or a mood board Mm -hmm. and said that now she'd done it, that it was a better reflection of where she was at the moment. That's and I interesting. thought, now that's really true, because when you do a, a mood board or an inspiration board or whether you have a book where you have all your ideas in and prompts and things like that, mm. sometimes if you haven't done it for a while, you know, dust it off, have a look, because some of the things, it's just always continually evolving yeah and sometimes you forget to change it or update it yeah absolutely there's there's a few bits actually you you did prompt me to change my mood board I have several ways of working and when we're decorating the house because um our house has a bit of an eclectic style which I know I know you'll be surprised to hear um and I always do a Pinterest board a mood board Um, I gather photographs on my iPad. I might gather photographs and put them on an actual physical board when I'm doing, you know, decorating or that sort of thing, or when we are decorating. Um, And it's only probably since I did the first CVP, which is the Nicholas Wilton course in 2021, that I started to put not just a sketchbook, but a mood board together for paintings if I'm doing a series. And I've just started a series of paintings, as you know, Karen. Um, And it's mainly colours. I've got on my mood board at the moment a picture, a postcard of some guitars against a Mexican wall and a Moroccan door with paint peeling off because I really like the texture and I like the colour clash on the other. So... That's the sort of point I've started at this time. What about you? Well, I started with um, a photograph from Kerber Edge in Yorkshire, in the Peak District. Mm-hmm. Could be the Dales, I think it's the Peak District. Anyway, Kerber Edge. And it's looking along the edge to the sort of hills in the distance and you've got that steep drop going off one side Mm. and you've got the colour of heather that's lovely purple sort of and then mixing in with the ochres and the greens and woodland and yeah really really took takes me back you know just sort of Mm. thinking but for me it was I start with that and I sort of use my inspiration board is I use it as a prompt to maybe do some more sketchbook work, which then is pulled out and put on, you know, to one side. So I, for example, I was quite taken by the, with the rocks, they're all sort of quite flat on the top, but you could see the pattern in the rock, sort of almost mm. the way it was had weathered. Yeah. And 
it was that element I thought, now that would be really good to be able to show in some way in the foreground mm. of a painting. Yeah, really not, lead your eye. Not necessarily of Kerber Edge, but to lead your eye, but also giving some depth and everything. So yeah, I thought and texture. Yeah, and so so giving that visual texture, but I will then find things in magazines that reflect that sort of texture, mm. pat, that pattern making. Or I don't naturally sort of think about Pinterest, but that's a good idea to go on Pinterest. Mm. I don't look for paintings. I look for um, things like um, gardens, for example. Mm. So I'll look for plants because I want a certain colour right. to capture um, because I always think, you know, you look, if I'm, even if I'm working abstractly and I've taken, um, I'm extracting a landscape or a, a vase of flowers or whatever, I can never in my mind's eye keep the clash of colours because sometimes you get a colour and you think, wow, that wouldn't be in a basket of flowers, but actually it is. Yeah. And it's that kind of, you need that reference point to pull you back to remember that nature is more creative than we are. <laughs> you know, it's that the colours are more vivid, especially in the summer, the, the colours are vivid, the colours are strong, they're bright, they, you know, they clash. And it's often that, at the, at the moment, that's what I'm trying to capture, that clash of, uh, and the, the lovely jangle of colours against each other. Um, so that's, yeah, but Pinterest is something, it's such a fantastic resource, actually. Um, I often forgot, forget to post on there, but, uh, yeah, it's got some fantastic things going on in there. Yeah, so anyway, sorry, that's my reference point. Yeah, do you have your board, I mean, we call it a board, mm. I mean, do you have a physical board on the wall? Yeah, it's Does actually propped. I've got um, a flat piece of worktop that I work on. I've got an easel that I work on for larger pieces and for smaller pieces. And then to my left, in between my drying rack, um, it's just propped against there so I can just look. And it's often... That's got postcards and bits ripped out of magazines and words that I like. How big is it? Um, a, a, what's the name? A1, I think. Oh, it's quite sizable then. Yeah, yeah. It's it's literally an old cardboard thing that I painted on one time, and so it's white, and I just literally pin things onto it. So it's not mm. fancy. Yeah. Um, and actually, some of the ones that I've stuck on with um, glue stick or whatever, I've stuck stuff over because I can't peel them off. <laughs> so it's it's actually this weird collage now. And it's also got, actually, there's a photograph of my son and his partner on there and one of my best friends. Sometimes, you know, when you get the smile and it just makes you smile and want to capture a bit of joy. Yeah. So I won't just have, um, you know, flowers and nice things. Well, you know, the picture of Ben is very nice, obviously. And my best friends. In fact, I think I've got a picture of you and I together on there oh, as really? well yeah because it makes me laugh that we do this so it's things <laughs> it's things that make me laugh or smile or remember just just a moment in time sometimes you just want to capi ca capture a happy moment 
and it isn't about the smiles and painting you or my best friend Kerry or um, my beautiful boy Ben and his partner Lois and, and Steve, my husband, or the dog. It's about how giddy we were in the moment. Yeah. And do you try to have that feeling of giddiness when you're painting then? I try to have the feeling of joy. Right, yeah. Because I think if you've got love and joy, it's, it's really trite in a way, but it's true. If I'm painting happy, I paint better. Ah. And so I look at all these magical little smiley faces and the, the ridiculousness of the dog in a wheelbarrow. And I can't help but smile. And I think it's like that thing, you know, when they tell you when you first pick up a phone and they say, smile, because people can tell if you're smiling when you speak to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing when you're painting if you're in love with everything around you, even if it's a bit of a mess, it shines through. I think I really do believe that. So if you want a really moody, sort of stormy piece, you've got to be in a bad mood. Oh, I'll put moustaches on them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll cover them over then. Yeah, I can't really do moody pieces, can I? So, no, you do, you're sort of... Got, I'm always yeah. a bit loud and happy. yeah. Well, maybe it's because of the photos. Maybe it. There you go. I've hit upon an international idea. I'm gonna. I'm gonna trademark that. Market it. So, what yes. about you? Well, mine isn't a particular board. You know, I mm. don't have a particular place. What I do do is I pin up images and textures and bits out of magazine, mm. postcards, um, little thumbnail sketches that I've been doing. So where do you um, pin them? I just pin them around my workspace. So they are amassed sort of together. Right. But they're they're not in one area. So they'll be on all sort of, I'd say, three sides, you know, mainly two sides of where I work. Right. And then I even, if I'm working on an easel, it's a smaller mm. painting, I'll pin bits on top of the easel above the painting. Yeah. Not as reference to do the painting but as another as another reminder. A reminder another prompt yeah i just yeah it's a more i call mine a mobile board <laughs> a mobile well, that's mood fair board enough. and also but you move it around to where you're working whereas mine is yeah. always kind of next to me and sometimes i have also got a hanging mobile photograph station you know one of those wire hanging mobile oh, things yeah, yeah. where you can clip photos onto yeah i've got one of those as well and it kind of spins a bit above me. Yeah. So kind of I've got these colours and at different times of the day I'll see different bits. Colours, colours and smiley faces. I know. It says I know. It I'm, so, I'm so cliche. Colours and smiley faces. Maybe what I'm doing isn't actually a mood board. Maybe what I'm doing it's is inspiration. more... It's inspiration. It's inspiration, but also it sort of... It evolves constantly while I'm doing you know, doing work because mm. it's almost as if the initial inspiration is prompting me to be inspired by other things that I maybe do more thumbnails and they go up and that yeah. then makes me think, oh, colours. And I yeah. do colour swatching and put those up. Yeah, I do do that as well, by the way. Every now and again, I'll think, right, I want, I definitely want to include these particular colours. So I'll have other colours like base colours that will go against yeah. them. 
just to sort of see mm. how they complement or not mm. each other. Mm. Yeah, I, and I often find with the, you know, all the images that it does prompt bits where I know I need to do further investigation. Yes. So it's it's almost like firing some sort of ideas at me. It it fires those ideas within me to think, mm. right, I've got to try that. Before I start painting, I want to explore how I can... For example, those rocks I was talking about. Yes. So I'm going to be thinking, right, OK, will I have to do line underneath glazing or Ooh. will I... Is it a matter of you know bringing in different materials is it a matter of getting some tissue paper or something and getting collage mm. in i don't i don't know at the moment so i'm going to try lots of different different ways but then i might you you know that tester piece almost that mm. could end up on the wall next to me yeah if it works i won't put i won't put up the things that haven't worked but I'll yeah, remember, they, they'll yeah. go in the, they'll go in a sketchbook as you know notes you know don't do this yeah. and you know trying this out but the things mm-hmm. that I'm trying to still do or appeals almost or sort of um mm. it's almost like a, a reminder while I'm working yes I will I agree pin up next to me I remember one of the um one of the things I did a, a little while ago was a painting of fuchsias like abstracted um and I had the picture of a hanging basket (laughs) a really kind of traditional granny's hanging basket on the the wall next to me and I wasn't copying that at all I just wanted the flash of colors that came through and that was quite fun because I was doing them almost in squares because a lot of hanging baskets have got like a square base but you never saw any squares it was just like a little flash of color and I really liked that painting because I knew what it meant to me mm-hmm. you know I knew how I'd worked on it and how the reference points but nobody else would ever see that it's just to guide your eye isn't it it's kind of oh yeah there are squares in these in this you know setup and do you oh, think but do yes you, yeah do you think mm. the process of gathering all the information together mm. is more important than the board itself yeah I think so, but then also if I don't put some things up, I can forget quite easily and it, it does serve to not ground me, but bring me back to what my intent was. Mm-hmm. So although I might go off kilter, because I, you know, obviously it's abstract mainly, so I may well go off kilter, which yeah. let's face it, it's me, so I do. But I, if I start to get lost, I it does bring me back to oh this is what I was trying to do yeah that's a, that's a good and point so I might not put everything up there but one or two like the guitars for example I'm not painting guitars um but I love the clash these are pe- like three I think there's a a blue a yellow and a red guitar or something similar uh, and they're against a very hot yellow wall um and it just says hot summer day you know and you can it, it evokes the kind of um the hot evening where you sit down and have a glass of sangria and listen to somebody kind of twanging on a guitar or whatever the phrase is 
And that's the mood I was trying to capture with the hot... And it might be... Um, it might not be a Mexican scene or anything, because let's face it, I've never been to Mexico, so I'm not going to paint a Mexican scene. But it's that clash of colours, that richness that I'm trying to capture. So... It is, it is interesting, because I wondered whether having a board on the wall would... It, or in the same place all the time, yeah. would end up being a bit like wallpaper and you just walk past it. Yeah, but and then you, you certainly stick other things to it, can't you? Yeah, but it certainly sounds like you've absorbed it. You know, if you're talking about those guitars and the colours and, you know, the feel of a summer evening. Mm. You know, so it obviously is doing the trick. But yours are too, aren't you? You know, your little sketches and the fact that it's evolved and... It's a slightly different way of working to me. I mean, both probably got colour swat swatches on there. Yeah. Um, but you move yours around with each piece. So I think when you're doing a series, you might add a few more paintings, uh, um, pictures out of magazines and things. Oh, yeah. There's, it's not just sort of photographs and sketches. It's mm. different textures. And, and it might be, for example, one bit of all the bits I've gathered that are stuck up is maybe darker yeah or um it might be that they're highly textured visually mm. highly textured where other bits are softer or yeah. it might be i like the sort of interplay between the two mm. but yeah i don't maybe i should have a board i'm feeling as if i should should have a board now <laughs> i mean well. i always I, like a proper board i mean i have i suppose i've got bits of my wall that are my board rather yeah. than you see, I haven't got any wall space. If I had wall space, I'd probably use that. Yeah. Whereas I've got a board propped against um, my drying rack. And that's where I primarily work, on, especially on small pieces. Or when I'm not working on pieces, I'll mix there. If I had a board, I'd be able to sort of take a photograph of my board, wouldn't I? As, as a sort of almost like a record of... That inspires no, see, everything. I've never thought to do that. You That's could even thought. you could even put something like that on Instagram, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, just good. sharing, you know, your mood as Laura as Horn Laura did. Horn did. Yeah. Well, it did get me thinking. You know, when mm. you know, seeing other people, some other artists, sort of posting about what they do. Mm. You know, just you know. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely a good kickoff point especially for a series, especially if, you know, because you and I both work in a similar way in that we have several pieces on the go at once mm -hmm. and we do work in a series. And sometimes when you get to like the fourth or fifth board or painting, you can kind of go, well, I can go a bit wild um, and then forget what the others, what the link is between them all. And so sometimes I have to kind of like <laughs> look and think, what am I trying to do again? <laughs> That's you, that's you that's you that's <laughs> <laughs> you do you know i've been painting this uh, i've been painting this one karen can see because my hands i have actually cleaned them but they're you still strange <laughs> yeah Good uh, well i very quick quickly clean them with some zestic because i'm working in oils and um i've got a strange i, I i've got a strange bluey green tinge to my hands and I can't remember using blue. <laughs> it's a bit odd. Um, I don't know what I was talking about. Sorry. <laughs> I got 
distracted by my. I, I thought you were going to tell 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 me all about sort of how excited you are about using your cold wax. I'm giddy. I've been saying it for weeks now, but the oil and cold wax is just blinking brilliant. I absolutely love it. I am giddy. I am skipping to the studio every day. Well, I'm even tempted to say, when mm. you've got past your deadline of doing your. Um, current yes. load of work that has to be done yeah. I think within a month or so yeah that maybe I can come over to your studio and have a play with your <gasps> cold oil oh, and yes, cold wax can. yes you can let's book a date because be it is one thing that I sort of think mm, maybe maybe cold uh, oil and cold wax it's, I just want it's it still to got be... the texture of oil paint has it yeah it's ah. still kind of buttery but you can thin it a bit if you if you use one of those sprayers, it's, it's, it sprayer? it's because it's too slippery. That, slippery. Yeah, when it's buttery, it's really slippery. Oh, Whereas it's lovely. acrylic can be quite gritty, almost gritty. Yeah, against a board, I guess it against can. Against a board, maybe it's the board. Yeah, painting mm. it against a board. I think if you used a brayer or really flattened it out with a palette knife, you can kind of do it more thinly. Yeah. Whereas I am kind of quite impasto with my work. You know, I do paint quite you're, heavy. You're generous with the amount of paint you use. Oh, in everything I do, Karen. <laughs> in everything I do. I know. I know. <laughs> if only. Uh, yeah, no, so it's, it's, yeah, it's really good fun. And the colours, oh my goodness, the colours I'm mixing up are just delicious. Do you, yeah, yeah I mean, because you've been working in acrylic for a bit, haven't you? So... Probably about 12 months, 18 months. And mm. what would you say you would use acrylic for again? And don't just say, I'd use it for the base layers and cover it all over and you won't <laughs> see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I, I'll, there is a difference because, um, obviously, I think with oils, I really like... It is the generosity of the paint that I like. It is. It's that kind of heaviness. Um, and it does feel like you're really kind of working with something substantial. With acrylic, I use mediums anyway to thicken them up a bit because mm -hmm. I, I, they're pretend oils to me, aren't they? But they dry very quickly. But I can work more thinly with them. Right. And I can layer quicker. So you have to be quite... Use a decent amount of paint with oil. Mm. Or you don't do thin layers with oil. I don't. Right. Other people do. <laughs> <laughs> Other people have their own way of playing with oils. But yeah, it's the... It's the I really love... I like not being able to see the board or the canvas. And I like having a layer below so that you can see through to it. Yeah. Not just necessarily, I mean, I like glazing as well, but not necessarily just a glaze. Oh, yeah, no, you've got to You know, several, I like that yeah, kind of layers. body. I love the body of it, kind of the heaviness, the slightly heavy look that it's got on the wall. You know, it, it's just got something substantial about it to me. Whereas when I paint in acrylics, it's, um, I think, thinner. I think it's thinner. I, even even though I do kind of mix in lots of mediums, I still paint a bit thinner with it. I scrape more with the... I think, I think... Oh, I'm going to have to analyse this now. I'll give you a yeah. proper answer another time. Yeah, mm. no, 
What it's, about you? Because you don't like working in oils, do you? Um, I've only done one workshop in oils and mm. I didn't find them that much different to acrylics. And so mm. I thought, why why worry about oils when I had what wanted in acrylic? You know, there was no... Yeah, didn't, yeah, I didn't no, see no real benefit. Yeah, and it might be just purely the way I paint that I didn't see mm. a benefit or I didn't see any difference, really. Yeah. Other than other than it taking longer to dry, <laughs> that's the only thing. <laughs> there is that, but um, it, it just might be the way I work, you know. Just mm. I don't know, but I sort of look at look at my pile of um, acrylics and think. I mean, I've got some that I've dyed now. I'm going to have to yeah. sort of get rid of them because they've just either split or got mm. a you know, like a skin over them or yeah, something. And, not I, and I'm not going to use those, no. you know. Once no. they reach that point, there's no point. You can't paint mm. with them, really. No. Um, but they do seem to, you know, acrylic does seem to be pretty sort of, you know, robust. Yeah, it is very much so. And I, I really do like them. I just, I don't know what it is that I'm drawn to, why I'm drawn to oils. I, I don't, I can't even describe it. I just love that kind of... Yeah, all I can say is that that heaviness and the butteriness and the. Yeah. I am yeah, I am drawn to it at the moment, and drawn being the word. Yeah. Sort of these ink sticks you can get. <gasps> yeah. So nice. I'm l really enjoying sort of just playing, you know, just playing and sort of seeing where if you, you know, particularly acrylic ink. If you've got acrylic mm. ink and use a, you know, just use the pipette. Pipette. Yeah, just to draw with the pipette and just squeezing mm. it out. I'm quite liking that. I like drawn elements, sort of. Yes. Well, I like drawn elements in sketching. It's just incorporating that into a painting, mm. so that it doesn't look too contrived. If you know what I mean. Sort of yes, just... I know exactly what you mean. So yeah. I don't want to just put a scribble on or something, or you know, hatching or something, just because I want to put some pen mark on. Has to be. Although there's still nothing wrong with that. No, no. I've seen some absolutely fantastic paintings with it, but it didn't. It, if it just doesn't can't, fit what you're trying to do. It doesn't fit with what I'm trying to do. So, mm. yeah, a little bit, you know, bit by bit, mm. it'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, every time you've mentioned stones and rocks and flat rocks this morning, all I can think of is Susanna Crook, who's an artist friend we both know. Um. And she actually paints with natural minerals, doesn't she? She yeah, actually pigments. makes her paints, pigments, that's it, sorry. She does. She makes her own paints and I don't know how she does that. I mean, I do know technically how she does it, but I don't know how in her practice she manages to do that on a consistent basis and get the consistency and the colours and the texture because it's quite magical. If you get an opportunity to look Susanna Crook up, she's actually, I don't know what she is on Instagram, but obviously... I'll put in the show notes her link. Um, she's got some work. She's, yeah, she's very got much about the natural world. Sorry, mm. I was chipping in again. I was, no, she's right. got some work up at the Clevedon. Yes, she has. Um, art Society art Club or well, Art Society exhibition, Art Club exhibition. Um, yeah. I can't remember the dates, and so I don't know whether it will still be on by the time this goes out. But yeah, no. But you can surely have a look. Um, and she, actually, her, her work is so beautifully detailed, but it's the rock detail 
outside detail. It just is quite magical, isn't it? It is, and when you actually look at it... I mean, I think when I was out walking and just mm. seeing the the lines in the rocks... Yeah. ..and the way it weathered, mm. and that it wasn't just flat, it wasn't just yeah. like a flat colour even. Yeah. That's what I sort of thought, hmm. And then you've got the heather and everything, and all these splashes of green and purple. Because mm. last year I did quite a lot of purple and green and mm. ochres... Yeah, I remember now. I don't think I got it out of my system, to be honest. I think I'm going to have to... That's all right. ...do some more. I sort of did a little fray back into sort of teals and things. Mm. But I'm still now sort of thinking, ooh, it's the the heather colours. It's the natural natural blend, isn't it? Yeah, and that just seems to be what my mood board seems to be. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> or, you go. Or, or rather my collection of images seem to be all about. It's all those colours. Do you colors. have any objects? Objects? No, not not really. Not not that I've actually... I haven't picked up a stone or anything like don't that. You? Don't no. you pick up stones? Do you pick up stones? No. I don't mean do you pick them up and put them down again or <laughs> skim or whatever. I mean, do you ever collect... Because, if I'm at, no. if I'm at the beach and I'm sort of looking for sort of sea glass or yeah you know or I see a nice stone with a hole in it I'll pick up that yeah Do you know I've got a whole load of those Do you know what they're called No Hagstones Hagstones or, witch, or witches stones Oh really Yeah Yeah, yeah. God you're a mine of information <laughs> I know or a witch either way. <laughs> yeah. I know they're lovely They've got all sorts of mythology attached to them I lo- absolutely love them. Yeah, I've got a few of those. Mm. And they're great when you want to stick um, incense on the table to get rid of um, flies and mosquitoes because they, they can help prop them up. I, I thought you were going to say get rid of the fumes of oil paint. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets rid of the fumes of oil paint. <laughs> sort of ingrained in your skin forevermore. <laughs> yeah, I, I have actually been to a couple of shows. I went, was out at the weekend and... My husband looked at me and he said, "You look you've been, like you've been bashed around the cheek because I had a big blue, again a blue stain on my cheek that I hadn't noticed, but I must have smudged it in, so it looks like I've got a massive bruise." Going for the artist makeup routine again. I know you know those photographs that every you know every artist has where they've got paint on their hands and they put their hands up and they're looking, "Ho ho ho! Look at me! I've yeah, got yeah. paint on my hands!" and they're quite funny. I naturally always have, <laughs> but it's like. Mine aren't pretty because it's like ingrained into my nails and on my face and it doesn't look artistic and yeah. photographic. Well, no, and I, I often sort of brush my fringe out of my eyes and end up with a third eyebrow across my forehead. Yeah, no, you have or, the Frida Kahler moment. Yeah, and um, paint all down your forearms yeah, for some actually, reason. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you've got it there. Yeah, it's lovely. It's very attractive. It'll have to be a sort of, um, you know, you have these smell visions or whatever. <laughs> what do you do? What would you do for a podcast where you can't can't see what we're talking about? <laughs> I think you can well imagine how disgusting I look with bits of paint smeared all over my arms and face and my hands. Just yeah, I've got blue nails in not an attractive way. But never mind, never mind. So what are you up to this week, my dear? I'm, well, apart from gathering all these sort yes. of bits, my mood board and bits Yay. and ordering, I got to order some um, materials to paint on. 
I'm actually going to get a roll of canvas. <gasps> Shop oh. Canvas for Karen. Oh, my goodness. Nice. I'm going to get a roll of canvas because the size I'm working up at, yeah. it gets really heavy. Even on yeah. boards, it get really heavy. Mm-hmm. But I don't like um, the springiness in a you know, canvas. On so it. how are you going to overcome that? Well, I'm going to attach it to the wall. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sort of cut it to size that allows for it to be stretched later. Yeah. I'm going to physically sort of just try and pull it as if I'm doing upholstery, sort of middle to middle, 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 and just work my way and just have it attached to the wall. Yeah. And then I'll paint on the wall and then I once it's dry, I will transport it really carefully and get have it, it stretched. stretched at a pitch framers. Yeah. That's what I'm aiming. But also, if you're doing a lot, you could Mm. roll them up and they'll be relatively safe. Yeah. He says, I suppose if you put glassine paper or something to stop it sticking on itself. As long as, yeah, as long as it's really dry and and you do put, you know, some nice, something nice in between so that it doesn't, can't stick. I'm not sure whether I like, I mean, I might have to end up going thicker with my paint. I'm not sure I'm going to like the canvas pattern you can heavy gesso though that's true i think i'm yeah but will it then crack it shouldn't do shouldn't do should it no she says could be a bit of a thing fingers crossed i could i'll do one i was (laughs) gonna say (laughs) do a trial roll it up jump up and down on it and see how it goes (laughs) and then sort of think right yeah i can carry on now i can do the rest so i'm gonna do that so i got to source materials for that Okay. Make sure I'm going to do a sort of a stock check and make sure I've got all my paints. Because there's nothing yeah. worse than you sort of think, right, okay, ready to paint now. Oh, I'm out, oh, I'm out of that. Just so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've run out. Oh, damn it. And I have got some boards I need to do, actually to prep. Yeah. So I've got some in already, some slightly yeah. smaller ones. Um, and other than that, I'm still at the moment, and it should be finished by the time it goes out, but I'm still putting together the um, Cam Valley Arts Trail brochure. And oh, website well information it's a lot yeah. of work it's ridiculous yeah. but it would be a good event some lovely bits of artwork some i've seen because oh, i yeah. get to see all the photographs of all the artists work yeah and you sort of think this is going to be a good one yes yeah. such a lot what so what are you doing then apart from what sort of wa- wallowing in cold wax <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure there's a song about that um well well, what am I doing? Oh, yeah. I have got one, two, three, eight, ten, ten small pieces on the go, kind of 30 by 30, um, and a couple of larger pieces. And I need to stop faffing about with them and put them to one side for a few days. Yeah. Just so that I leave them alone. <laughs> because I'm getting to that stage where I'm like, oh, I'm loving it so much that I'm messing them up and forgetting that actually this is a painting and not just a playtime thing um so i need to prep quite a lot of large boards what sort of size i've got i think i've got five fifty or sixty by sixty whoa yeah so they're quite a decent size but i'm gonna have to order two or three meter square ones as well which i love working on obviously um, but I've, I'm going to have to see if I can find them because I know they're a little bit scarce at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. 
Mm. That might be another reason for me working mm. on canvas. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's, yeah, that's my plan, is to source the larger cradled panels and also prep quite a few smaller ones and see how I get on with that. You'll, you'll be spilling out of the studio into the house with everything propped up. Oh, God, I already am. Honestly, you, you, you have no idea. It's, um, I've got a couple of pieces probably due to come back from an exhibition in the next few weeks. And I'm kind of dreading it because I'm thinking, well, I don't know where they're going. <laughs> so if you want a couple of large pieces of work, nip into Bath in the next two weeks. <laughs> Is it, are these the ones up at the hub? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, and they're quite large, but that's okay. It's okay. If they don't go, they can come with me to a different exhibition. Um, it's a different, different audience. They'll find their exactly. home. Yeah, exactly. They just need to find their home somewhere quick so I don't need to store them again. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's what I'm up to this week. And mm -hmm. I might even... Oh, I can just see a squirrel running across the fence. Um, I might even get to see a friend on Friday. Sounds like it's treats Which all around. definitely inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to hear. Yeah. Anyway, enjoy. You too. Have a lovely week. Yeah. I'll see you soon. Take care and lots of love. Yeah. Bye for now. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. Smoke and say.